Alright, welcome to the Mahi Toy Podcast. Today, I just wanted to start off this podcast by playing a clip of Bill Murray talking to a conference at the London National Gallery in 2004. At this conference, he was asked by a reporter what the impact of art had been on his life. And I think that his response does a really good job at explaining the role that art has within our lives. Its ability to move us, to provide meaning, and just help manage stress and relax in the day-to-day. So yeah, let's listen to it now. When I started uh, acting in Chicago, I wasn't very good. And uh, uh, I remember my first experience on the stage. I was so bad, I just walked out <laughs> out on the street and headed and started walking. And I walked for a couple of hours, and I realized I'd walked the wrong direction. Not just the wrong direction in terms of where I live, but the wrong direction in terms of a desire to stay alive. And so I... I um, Maybe this may be a little bit not completely true, but it's pretty true that, that I walked. Uh, I then thought, well, if I'm going to die where I am, I may as well just go over towards the lake and, and maybe I'll float for a while after I'm dead. So I walked over towards the lake, and as I got there, I realized I'd hit Michigan Avenue. And I, and I thought, well, Michigan Avenue, that runs north too. And so I started walking north, and I ended up in front of the Art Institute of Chicago. And I just walked inside and I didn't feel like I had any place being there and they they used to ask you for <laughs> a donation you know when you walk into a museum and I didn't I just walked right through because I was ready to die and uh, pretty much dead and I walked in and there's a painting there and I don't even know who painted it but it's I think it's called I think it's called the um, the song of the lark and it's a, it's a woman working in a field and there's a sunrise behind her and I've always loved this painting and I saw it that day and I just thought well look there's a girl who doesn't have a whole lot of prospects but the sun's coming up anyway and she's got a, another chance at it so I, I think that gave me some sort of feeling that I, I, I too have, am, am a person and, and get another chance every day the sun comes up So I wanted to start the podcast off with that clip because I think that it does a good job at explaining the importance of art within our lives. Now more than ever, it seems to me that there is a really big need for positive coping mechanisms to be able to manage our stress, especially given, you know, the state of the mental health system, self-burden when the lack of funding, all the different things that are out there to cause us stress, whether it's social media or climate change, housing crisis, global pandemic, this kind of just goes on and on. And so the point of this podcast is that we're just trying to find a place where people can do some breathing exercises, do some art making, listen to some local ambient music, and just kind of unwind and reflect. But before we get into that, I just thought I'd give a little bit of background as to how art has been used in the past as a therapeutic tool, 
to help people deal with their stress and anxiety. So, I think at this point it's pretty common knowledge. The way in which art can be used to communicate ideas and emotions and the cathartic effect this can have on people. But I think that it would be also worth mentioning Sigmund Freud and the impact that some of his ideas have had on the way that we think about art as a society. So in the late 30s and 40s, he developed his ideas about how there is the unconscious and subconscious mind, which dictates people's and society's behaviours. These ideas then developed into the idea that art could be used as a way to get insight into the unconscious and subconscious minds of society and individuals. And so it means that, essentially, the free expression of creating art can also reflect the unconscious mind, allowing it to be used as a way for people to self-examine themselves and gain insight. So, in terms of the history of art therapy, I think that it'd be worth mentioning Adrian Hill, who was the man who actually came up with the term art therapy. So, interestingly enough, that story starts with him being committed to a sanatorium after World War I with tuberculosis, along with thousands of other people. So, while he was in there, he saw all these patients there that were suffering a great deal due to having all their freedoms taken away from them and not getting to see their loved ones and the kind of terrible conditions that they were in. But the one thing that was really important to these people that he saw was the art-making exercises that they would do daily. And he found that even though these people were going through a whole lot, uh, being able to create art um, improved their quality of life a whole bunch because it gave them a sense of agency and acceptance over their lives. So he played an important role in terms of promoting the idea of art-making and art as a therapeutic tool. So after this, he went on to become an art therapist and then also created a scheme where art galleries from around the country would duplicate and donate works of art to hospitals with the idea that this would help improve the quality of life for the patients and doctors working in these hospitals. And since then, Art therapy has grown and developed into a pretty significant industry where art and art-making activities are used to help treat a variety of mental conditions, as well as just helping people to manage their stress and anxiety more generally. So, now I'll just get you to start syncing your breathing with some of the breathing noises that you're about to hear. And you can grab yourself some art making supplies, pen, pencil, rubber, paper, colouring pencils, felts, you know, anything like that. So start off just drawing some dots all over your page. You can draw them wherever you want and however many you want. You can connect these dots together. And as you go, you start to notice that you're starting to find that you're making shapes between these dots. 
you might want to connect the dots so that they go all over the page and off the page. You can take the whole page up or you might want to just let them do them all in one specific location. Within the shapes that you're starting to create, you can start to draw inside them, making more shapes and textures and do colouring and shading. You can really just do whatever you want. <laughs> and um, as you go by, you might want to start... Um, you might find that you start to be able to see things in the compositions of your drawing. Whether it's like a man standing on a lamppost or a horizon line or a tree. So you can really start to lean into these things and start to take your picture into totally different directions. And if you get bored with whatever is happening in your drawing, you can just, you know, tear it off and start doing a new one. You know, the point is, is that you can kind of relax and it doesn't need to be tedious or frustrating, so just enjoy and let your mind wander.
So now might be a time to start wrapping up your pictures uh, since the music's just about to stop. I just thought that one thing that I should mention was when I was giving a little bit of a background about art therapy, that was all from a Western perspective and actually there are lots of um, very similar kind of therapeutic practices that have been done through different indigenous cultures um, throughout history. A real good example of that would be the Tibetan Buddhists making sand mandalas where they would spend you know days or even weeks um, creating these incredibly intricate beautiful designs of artworks and um, then after they had created these artworks out of sand they would take them and then just flip them into a fast-flowing river or the sea um, as a way of letting go of um, possession you know, and attachment. So with your artwork you may want to do that or do something similar, giving it away to a friend or just throwing it away in the bin um, as a way to, you know, kind of practice not being super attached to the final product or being super attached to holding on to all your emotional baggage. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much and um, yeah, I hope to see you next time. Have a nice night. I'd also like to just give a special thank you to my friend Shannon Duncan who provided all the music for today's podcast. He releases his music under the alias Aya, A-I-I-A. Thanks so much.